hour number three of the Pete Callender Show. Happy Friday. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110. Uh, and uh, you can email Pete at thepetecallendershow.com. Also on Twitter at Pete Callender. That is Callender with a K. Get the podcast. Um, I just want to give a shout out and a very special heartfelt thank you to Brian Anderson at WRAL for doing the kind of journalism that really impacts so many people in their in their lives in their daily lives i mean really really meaningful job here what am i talking about uh, today well brian you may recall brian was a former ap reporter and then he landed his gig at the uh, WRAL television station up in Raleigh, a younger guy and uh, kind of new to the biz. And uh, we wish him all the best so he can keep doing the kinds of impactful, meaningful stories that he treated us to uh, today. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson was confident his past financial woes were a thing of the past. No, things fell by, by the wayside. And, you know, of course, we shouldn't have let them fall by the wayside. But, you know, when you don't have, when you don't have the money, you just don't have the money. And uh, uh, I think it was an agglomeration of just being in, you know, financial debt uh, and not being able to have the funds to be able to pay them. And, and again, uh, having learned those lessons and having walked through those things, it's why I'm so determined now not to get back to that place. And uh, trust me, there are a lot of things now that I get in the mail now that tell me, hey, you know, if you want a boat, <laughs> I don't need a boat that bad. No, sir. I've been there. I've done that. I've done, you know, I've gotten in on my head before. I'm not going to do that again. And uh, not only am I not going to do it to myself, not only am I not going to do it to my family, uh, I now have a responsibility to the people who voted me into this office. Uh, to show some restraint and uh, to show, quite frankly, some leadership. And uh, we intend to do that. And those lessons that I learned in the past uh, helped me to maintain that. Oh, yeah? Well, what about this unpaid car tax bill from 2006? Bam! In your face, LG! In your face! Okay, I may have embellished that a little bit, but not by much. Not by much. Brian Anderson. Now, okay, first off, let me. I seriously doubt, but I could be wrong. But if I, if, you know, gun to my head, had to choose, this was oppo research that was fed to him by somebody. This was a question that somebody threw to WREL and said, hey, you may want to take a look at this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Probably somebody over at the county tax assessor's office or something like that. Somebody who happened to plug his name, uh, plug his name into a database or whatever and found that Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson had several, several outstanding bills for his, uh, for his taxes on his cars. Total. $1,271 in outstanding 
delinquent Guilford County vehicle tax bills. Five total unpaid bills from 06 through 2018. Oh, yeah, sorry. In your face, LG! Now, the Guilford County records show four bills in Robinson's name, and Robinson said he was confident that he had paid off all his tax liabilities before he bought his house in Colfax. At a minimum, he thought somebody had made some sort of mistake. Robinson's tardy payments. So here's the, here's the reason why you should care about this story, because after all, Mark Robinson, he's our lieutenant governor, and any time Roy Cooper leaves the state, Mark Robinson's in charge. And if something happened to Roy Cooper... You know, medical. He went out, went out on medical leave, or he passed away, or something like that. Mark Robinson would become the governor, so it is important for us to know what kind of a guy Mark Robinson is. Okay, because he's he could be in charge of money all alone, right? Just a just Mark and a calculator and a checkbook buying boats. Or cars, I guess, in this example, right? He'd just be buying all sorts of cars and then not paying taxes on them. That's the kind of guy Mark Robinson might be if elected governor. So just a heads up here, WRAL, here's the story. Robinson's tardy payments offer a glimpse into the personal finances of the outspoken. By the way, that is, uh, that's, that's journo speak. That's what reporters do when they say something offers a glimpse into. It means this really isn't a story. But what do you think it might mean? Right? Like that's the that's the the purpose. It's to throw shade. It's to get you to think of something that might be nefarious without me actually having to assert a nefarious thing or even provide any evidence of a nefarious thing. It's a glimpse into the personal finances of the outspoken Republican who has said he's likely to run for governor in 2024. Robinson has a history of financial trouble, including three bankruptcies, 1998, 1999, and in 2003. And he had seven years of unpaid federal income taxes, court records show. Yeah, probably related to all the bankruptcies. Kind of like what he just said there. When you don't have the money, it's kind of hard to make the payments. I am curious, though. Folks over at WRAL, have they considered that this actually is going to make people like Mark Robinson more? Sort of like that whole abortion scoop that you guys got. Remember that one where turned out Mark Robinson had gone on Facebook and talked about how it was the biggest mistake of his life. He had paid for an abortion and and everyone's like, oh, he's a hypocrite. No, that's a that's a redemption story. That's a forgiveness story. It's a penance story. It's a recognizing that you made this big mistake trying to you know keep people from making it themselves. Right. That that is a story that is a uh, that's a very familiar one for a lot of Christians, and it's one a lot of Christians like. It is, and I'm thinking this story about a guy who went bankrupt, filed for bankruptcy protection, couldn't even pay his car taxes. I'm thinking like. This actually makes him more relatable. Have you thought about that? 
I got another audio clip. You got to listen to this. You got to listen to this next clip. Imagine a world without WRAL to go and track down four unpaid, five unpaid tax bills that the lieutenant governor has in Guilford County. My God, would you want to live in that kind of a world? One of the questions that you always have to ask yourself when you're in a newsroom and you're working as a reporter, uh, why is this news? Is this like it's the newsworthy question? Right? Is this newsworthy? Why is it news? What makes it news? And some stories, obviously, they're so obvious that you don't even ask yourself that. You know, apartment fire, three-legged dog, obvious, right? You you just you just go cover it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> But the 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 question I have when I ask when I because when I read a, a story I'm always thinking like what is the news, what's the value? Why did you determine this was a newsworthy story? And the headline quote I'm not very good at math. Lieutenant Governor Robinson pays off tax bills dating back to 2006 after WRAL inquiry. Okay, so there's the impugning. And you go down halfway through the story, and it says Robinson's tardy payments offer a glimpse into the personal finances of the outspoken Republican. He's had uh, uh, financial problems, bankruptcies. Robinson said he didn't know whether he files his federal income taxes separately or jointly. Robinson said he learned from his past mistakes, which include taking out loans that he couldn't pay back in the 90s and launched an unsuccessful child care center uh, his wife called Precious Beginnings. Additionally, if Robinson were elected governor, if he ran in 2024, he would oversee the state's purse strings. Actually, that's the legislature by having the ability to sign or reject annual budgets. That's not you don't have that doesn't give you control. Brian Anderson at WRAL. That does not give you control. He can literally do nothing. He can literally do nothing. And the budget becomes law. And even if he signs it or rejects it, it still doesn't matter because He's not writing the checks, but I'm supposed to make some sort of a conclusion that because, oh, spoiler alert, his wife does the taxes. His wife does the bills. So she's the real villain here. Glad you got to the bottom of that, Brian. Fantastic work. Really great work. It's it's amazing how many times these guys tried to take shots at Robinson and end up hitting his wife. Same thing happened on that abortion uh quote, scandal, the story about how he had paid for an abortion. Yeah, he and his wife, years and years and years ago, and they regretted every single day, and they thought they found some big thing to uh, to crucify Mark Robinson on. End up hitting his wife. Good job. So here is the moment where Brian Anderson gets Mark Robinson to acknowledge it, oh, I've done all my pay, uh, bills. I paid all my bills. And then Anderson comes forward with a, aha, what do you have to say about this? This is an ambush-style interview. Now, he he soft-pedals it. I have to ask you about this in doing my research. For, what, there, what research? You're doing research for this story? What story did you actually go in there to talk about? I am curious. The fact that Mark Robinson sat down with Brian Anderson from WRAL 
which Robinson has called, we really are liberal. Right? That he has he has called them that. He has no love for WRAL. But I'm to believe he sat down for an interview and he understood that this was going to talk about his personal finances. Okay. Let's take a listen. One thing that I did have to ask about was uh, just outstanding debt. Do you have any outstanding debt or unpaid tax bills today? I don't. By the way, the fact that the, you hear the way he started that question, I have to ask. I'm going to re-rack it. Listen, this is the last question you ask on the way out the door. This is a common strategy. You got a bad question. You got the question that's going to get you tossed. You ask that last because if you ask it first, you're going to get tossed. And then you don't have any interview material. Then you have no questions. You have no video and audio for the story. And you got to make slot. Everybody knows got to make slot. So you ask the question last. This is his little Columbo moment where uh, you've done the interview about whatever the pretext was that you said you wanted to interview him about. You did that story or, or you asked those questions. And now... Oh, just uh, one other thing. One thing that I did have to ask about was uh, just outstanding debt. Do you have any outstanding debt or unpaid tax bills today? I don't have any out, uh, unpaid taxes, but of course, I'm like everybody else. You know, I have some debt. I have, a, you know, automobile loan, things of that nature. But, yeah. I, I had to say in the course of just the reporting process, I did find still today five unpaid tax bills on, oh, no. on your end. In the course of reporting, just over the course of reporting, why are you, what story are you working on? What story are you working on that would have you go research Guilford County tax records? That's a story someone gave him, folks. That is a story somebody gave him. Whatever story you went in there to talk to him about, look, and I'm not knocking, like, you you think that's worth, uh, uh, you think it's worth a story? And look, they paid it. When brought, because you're going to hear Robinson unaware that these tax bills exist. Oh, no. That's oh, no. Not, that is not the case. I received notice from the IRS. That's one of the things that I did in repairing my credit was to ensure that we no longer owed anything else to the IRS. And as far as I know, that has all been taken care of. And I think I'm talking more at the local level. Oh, see, here's the trap. Robinson is thinking he's talking about the IRS. Like, no, oh, no, we, we, we took care of all that. We're square with the IRS. We, we had bankruptcy issues. We filed bankruptcy. Like, all the, we had to get all of that squared away for when we bought our house. And what does is, what is Brian Anderson follow up with? Oh, I'm thinking more of the local level. This is, this is him playing old cagey. Look, dude, just whip it out there. All right, all right. Hang on. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Just make the accusation. He's trying to he's trying to catch Robinson in some sort of a lie. And it's quite obvious when you watch this video clip, Robinson has no idea what Anderson's talking about. Because in Anderson's mind, right, he thinks he's got him. Never contemplating for a moment that maybe Robinson doesn't actually pay the bills, which is the case, apparently. Right? But Anderson approaches it, despite his soft peddling of the, well, I kind of ask you about this. In the course of reporting, I just happened to come across, you know, all of your tax records. Um, but he approached it from a gotcha perspective because that's what he thought the story was. Aha, you have outstanding debt. You haven't paid your taxes, Jack. Meanwhile, apparently it's his wife who failed to pay the taxes. And as soon as they were made aware of it, they went down and paid the taxes. It's already paid off the day after it happened. They didn't know. So that was the story. 
that they paid their taxes late. But they did pay them. There is more of this audio. We'll take a listen. This is a great point. Great point, Icky Foo, on Twitter. She says, I think it's kind of sexisty to assume that the man pays the bills. Uh, great point. Great point. Why does WRAL go into ambush Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, assuming that he knows about the county car taxes? That hadn't been paid from like 2006, assuming that he's the, what, that he's in charge of the budget? Why? Is that because he's a man? Are you saying that women can't do household finances? Are you saying that the man is the only one that knows how to do budgeting? I mean, who's really advancing the patriarchy here, W-R-A-L? Here's another great point from Mandy on Twitter. It's another Pete tweet. Mandy says, Pete. Why is it okay to ruin this man for bad financial decisions, yet the same sort want me to feel bad for people with student loans? What another great point. All right, so wait a minute. This guy owes $1,200 in back taxes on cars that uh, I actually think, yeah, because uh, his, his wife, Yolanda, she, uh, she handled the... Yeah, she said she handles tax paperwork and hadn't known that about the family's unpaid bills until WRAL asked about it. She said that two of the vehicles that hadn't been paid, they were actually totaled. They don't even have the cars anymore. So she didn't know. Uh, the other car had been sold. She didn't know they owed any taxes on that either. Any property taxes. Because, you know, a year lag, whatever, they moved into their house, getting the finances in order or whatever, and... But I'm, but I'm supposed to bail out all of the kids with the, you know, uh, with the terminal degrees in uh, basket weaving uh, from, uh, you know, 14th century. I'm supposed to bail them out for those decisions. But these guys, but I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to hold this against Robinson and his wife at $1,271.33, which she then went down and paid. So here's the question from a journalism standpoint. Why do you do the story? Why do you do the story? I'm not even I'm not even attacking the asking of the questions. The asking of the questions is fine. Look, I've asked tons of questions over the course of my uh, uh, professional career, and sometimes you get answers, sometimes you don't, and sometimes the answers are newsworthy, and sometimes they're not. There's an old joke. Uh, nothing kills a great story like getting the other side of it. When you go in and you do this interview, you know how, because here, here's, here's what I would have done. And, and maybe I'm just different in this way. I go in and I interview him and I have this entire exchange and I will, I'll re-rack it here and play it again. Um, I have this exchange with Robinson and when it becomes apparent that he doesn't know. He has not seen this. This I don't know what you're talking about, and we'll take care of it. You then go and talk to his wife, and his wife is like, oh, I do all the bills, and I don't, here's, you know, here's why we didn't see these taxes. We didn't even know we owed them. And then they went down and paid them. Okay. Is that a story anymore? See, I would submit it's not. That's not a story. 
somebody wasn't aware that they owed taxes when made aware by you, they paid them. Is that a story? Let's take a listen. One thing that I did have to ask about was uh, just outstanding debt. Do you have any outstanding debt or unpaid tax bills today? I don't have any out, uh, unpaid taxes, but of course I'm like everybody else. You know, I have some debt. I have a, you know, automobile loan, things of that nature. But yeah, I I had to say in the course of just the reporting process, I did find still today five unpaid tax bills on oh, no. on your end. Oh no. That should not. That is not the case. I received notice from the IRS. That's one of the things that I did in repairing my credit was to ensure that we no longer owed anything else to the IRS. And as far as I know, that has all been taken care of. And I think I'm talking more at the local level uh, with Guilford County. Oh, there may be. I may owe some some car taxes or something of that nature, but we'll we'll take care of those in short order. So. Okay. Did you know about there? It's totals thirteen hundred thirteen hundred dollars over the course of. 2006 to 2018. Uh, I'm not sure if that's tax bill, Brian. You might need to go back and look. Now he gives him the, the records. Oh, my glasses. <laughs> and so now he takes out his reading glasses from inside his coat pocket so he can actually read the documents. And that's him humming. <laughs> oh, no. I think these bills are supposed to be paid. Because I checked yesterday and it still yeah. showed these up. These bills are supposed to be paid because I recognize every one of these and these bills are supposed to be paid. And if they are not showing as paid, I need to find out why they are not showing as being paid because that was part of the thing that we need to do uh, when we were uh, in those years when we were struggling to. Uh, get our finances straightened out in preparation for buying our next home. And so if that's showing on that paper, I don't know why. I'll have to find out. Okay. If I, just I find out any, if I find out anything different, I'm I don't have a problem paying it, but it should be paid. Okay. Yeah. I think the latest one was twenty eighteen, which would have been a time away from the yeah. the early two thousands. Yeah, that's uh that shouldn't like I said, that shouldn't be there because uh, we had to take care of all those things. We wanted to have all those things taken care of before we purchased our home that we're in now. So they're trying to repair their credit. And by the way, as one who had to repair his own credit, I had to do that 20 years ago because I, for some, it, people don't realize this, like what it was like in the late 90s, mid to late 90s. Uh, like I got to college and people would just give you credit cards. I mean, just, they're on campus almost just like handing them out. You get a credit card. You get a credit card. And, yeah, all of a sudden, it's like everything becomes a, quote, an emergency for the spending. I ran up a lot of credit card debt, and I spent a lot of uh, time and energy and money to repair the credit, pay them back, do settlements, and that sort of thing. So during that time when they were trying to buy a house, repair their credit, I can only imagine, right, all of the, the different agencies and entities and the, the checks you're writing and having to, to satisfy various requirements. I can only imagine what that must have been like. And so these tax bills didn't get paid. Is that still a story? All right, let me jump over here. Uh, I guess first up we got is this Jack. Welcome to the program. Jack, what's hey, up? Steve, how are you doing today, bud? Hey, good. What's up? 
Hey man, I just heard him say in that interview when the uh, when the reporter asked him about any uh, taxes or whatever, he said there may be some unpaid auto taxes. The Lieutenant Governor actually said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that means that to, sounds like to me that he knew about them. No, he said there and could I be. About, I don't know about you, but I've been late on my auto taxes before. Yeah. And every, you know, you get a notice uh, like every month or so once those taxes go delinquent. So it's, it's not like you don't receive any notices. Those notices come on a regular basis until you pay those taxes. So, right. So I don't know how that, why they would not have been continuously sent unless, as someone, I can tell you this is someone who has moved into a house that did not exist before, like a new construction sure. house. We weren't getting mail for months we they the postal service could not find us we couldn't get anything at the house so i don't know if they're in a new house new construction or what but yeah i don't understand why they wouldn't have been got uh, would would not have been getting those notices but his yeah. his comment about the uh, car tax or something when because that was the question that anderson asked him i'm thinking more of a local count at the county level and so the first sure. thing that I would think comes to mind is, yeah, well, maybe a county car tax or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but I just don't think it's fair to blame it on his wife, man. You don't do that. I mean, you're He didn't. His wife did. Together. His wife said she did it. His wife said know, she does but, the taxes. I just think she's, I think she's covering for him. Why would, why would you think that? Because, man, you, they're in it together. I mean, he, he, this guy has control of his finances. I mean, why do you say? Would, I mean, why wouldn't she tell him that we got past dues? I mean, maybe she didn't know either. Didn't, it just to me, it just doesn't sound right that he didn't know about him. That's maybe what, that's my comment. Yeah, it just didn't sound right that he didn't know about it, and also that he should that he when he says he doesn't do the bills and the taxes that she does that. You don't believe him when he says that? No, I think it's a cop out. It's a cop out. Why do you? So why do you think that? It just doesn't sound legit. It doesn't sound right. Why? Sound right to me. It just I don't. I just don't believe him. Is it because he's black? No, I'm black also. Okay. Is it because he's a Republican? Uh, 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 no, no, sir, no, sir, not, that, no, not, not at all. Do you are, are, do you consider yourself to be a a Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal? I'm. A, I consider myself to be a conservative Democrat who votes independently. A conservative Democrat. Okay. So I think I, I. So I think I know the why then. Okay. No. And look, you don't have to believe the guy. You don't have to. Be, I'm not no, telling no, you to believe him. No, I would him. apply this to anybody, man. Mm-hmm. I just, it just doesn't add up that he just didn't know about it. That's all I'm saying. Are you married? I uh, no, not divorced. Did you and your wife uh, participate equally in the in the paying the bills and doing the taxes and stuff? Uh, I handled the money when when I was married. Yeah, I paid all the bills. So, is it fair to say then that she may not have known what you were doing? Uh, no, because we, we, uh, we, we had monthly meetings where we went over everything. Mm-hmm. And so if you weren't getting a notice, if you didn't get notices, then you would not have known and you would not have been able to relay that to her either, right? I think so, but I think, uh, I'm, well, my position is I would have known if I had late auto taxes. You have to pay those every year. Mm-hmm. That's just the normal process of owning a vehicle in North Carolina. Right, but you did you hear the part? Auto t- right. taxes every year. Right, but you did you... to do that to get your registration, as a matter of fact. Right, but did you hear the part where they said that, that two of the cars were totaled and one of them was sold? And so that would explain why maybe they, they, they didn't get any of that stuff because they didn't, the, the cars were gone. Well, so where were the notices going? I don't know. So how did they eventually find out about them? WRAL showed them the paperwork. Yeah, no, but, but he... And then they went down and paid them. 
But he actually said in the interview, he said there may be some unpaid auto taxes. Yeah, or th- well, and he, he actually he, said that. He actually he said, said that, and he said or something like that. He added. He was throwing exactly. out an example. So that gave him away right there. Okay, I think you're predisposed to not believe him. I think you said. No, I don't. I don't believe him, man. Right, I don't. There you go. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you, man. Jack. I appreciate the call. All right, so uh, News Talk 1110-993-WBT got a message here from Tim, the proprietor of Old Grouch's Military Surplus. He says, actually, caller Jack, counties usually don't send out property tax notices on vehicles because the tax had to be paid before your car was registered. So that was the enforcement method. People who had not paid could not renew their tags. So if you didn't go to get a tag because the car was sold or the car was wrecked, right? That enforcement mechanism never kicked in. Now that the taxes are collected at the DMV office, when you renew your tag, instead of having to be paid separately, so they don't send auto tax notices as a matter of routine either. Uh, Let me jump over here to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, just a quick comment. Uh, I was listening to the gentleman that was expressing doubt about the... uh veracity of the uh, lieutenant governor, and I was just, it just brought to mind a couple of years ago, um, I got pulled over by a policeman because he said my tags were expired, and I argued with him, and I said, well, I've renewed them, and he said, no, you haven't renewed them for two years, and nor have you paid your taxes, and I could have sworn I did, and the only reason I found out was because he pulled me over and gave me a ticket, Mm. but it's not completely unbelievable that... It was an unknown fact to the governor and governor, to the governor's yeah. wife. Yeah. I appreciate it, so, Jerry. Thank you. Okay. All right. You. Take care. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. So as a reporter, when you find out that he didn't have, he's like, oh, no, that's not true. What are you talking about? That's not true. And then he's shown, he's looking at it. He's like, oh, no, I, we, these were paid. What are you doing? He's looking at this stuff and he's saying, this doesn't seem correct. I'll find out what's going on. And then he finds out, oh, well, they didn't get paid. All right. Well, we paid them. Is that a story any longer? Is this a newsworthy story? Um, I just got a notice here for a vehicle I have not owned for seven years, but the new owner never registered it. So the state has it on my name and the county went trolling records and decided that I owe taxes on it. Um, Ikifu says, what did Jack say? They're in it together. What is this? A heist? (laughs) Yeah. Look, they're like, I'm in charge of the budget, but I work with Christy on our budget, but I mean, truth be told, like I'm probably more aware of sort of the the macro budget level, but she's more aware of the day to day operations. Every relationship is different, and you know I find it funny. Like Jack's like, oh, I did all the finance of mine, but he can't. What you can't fathom that that Yolanda did it in their household. Uh, let me go over here to Julie. Hello, Julie. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Um, I just think it kind of casts a shadow over his ability. If he can't take care of his own personal finances, how are we supposed to trust him with bigger things in capacity as an elected official? Do you think not being aware that three totaled vehicles or sold vehicles had a car tax on them that you weren't aware of, you think that that somehow uh, makes him unable to be an elected official? It just puts questions in my mind. I mean, he's had, you said one was 2006, 16 years he's had to get that straightened out. Yeah, he was unaware of it, though. 
Okay. Right. So, all right. So, Julie, hang on, Julie. Uh, What what would you consider your political philosophy to be? I'm Republican. That's a party. Yeah, probably middle of the road. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with his race or my race or my my party affiliation or my political views. It's just if you're an elected official and you've got outstanding taxes, it kind of puts a question in my mind. Like if you can't take care of your personal finances and keep them in order and pay your bills, how am I going to trust you with bigger things? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, it, it, that's an I'm opinion. I'm not saying it doesn't make him not qualified for office. I'm just saying it puts a question it in my mind. It puts a question in your mind. What WRAL has been successful then? Yeah. All right. Julie, thanks for the call. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let me go over to Heidi on line two. Hello, Heidi. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. So now I have two comments. <laughs> okay. First one is it is totally believable that a man and a woman in their household, one pays all the bills and knows where everything's going because I swear it works in my home. Okay. Um my husband, he'll put, if there's any bills, he puts them in a pile. Right. I take care of them. We have a thing. If we're going to spend over a certain amount of money, we need to let the other one know. Oh, but what if you break it down so into multiple different purchases? Totally no, what if you and break then, it down? What if we, I don't know if this is in South Carolina. If you are one day late on your car tax bill, you will not receive another one. Hmm. Um, cause I made that mistake. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I've never, I've never been late on a car payment, uh, on a car registration re-up. You know, I, I, I don't think I've ever been late. I may, I mean, it got close this last time around. And so also, you know, people don't understand when you're moving, which I, you know, we moved a bunch over the last two years. It is super, super stressful, and there's a lot of paperwork, and stuff gets lost. I mean, stuff exactly. just gets lost. Now, and if they if they had two cars that got totaled, they're not re-upping the tags. So exactly. if they're not going, if they're not bringing them in for inspections in North Carolina, then they're not going to get that. Uh, they may not get the tax bill. And, and I, if, if that's just not something on on the front burner, right? That you're thinking about. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I think people who are predisposed to uh, to not wanting to believe him are going to find this a reason to not believe him. And with the last caller, when she was saying that he was not right with his finances and she couldn't trust him, I think I trust him a lot more with him being forthcoming and fixing his credit and paying his bills back because that's a lot more than what our government is doing itself. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, Heidi, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care. Uh, Jesus. Phil, I have a hard time seeing the call screen. All right, Phil, you have about a minute, but it's all yours. All right, cool. I'm just calling. Uh, I believe that the lieutenant governor had an honest mistake in his bills there. I mean, show him a little grace. He's got a lot going on in his life. And for the people that think that it's a, a problem and they shouldn't be in charge of things, I'd challenge him to go look at all the people in Congress and president biden how many thousands and tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxes they're back taxes yeah. and they well, don't even pay him and it's no big deal at least the lieutenant governor paid him i mean i appreciate the call phil thanks yeah. man yes sir um 
Here it is. When you start talking, he indicated his wife, Yolanda Hill, handles their tax filings and other financial paperwork. He says, if I'm doing them, I'm going to jail. I'm not very good at math. (laughs) All right. Have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. Don't break anything while I'm gone. (laughs) 